Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot. We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. We are putting down our books and picking up the paper. Because this is the morning news. Yes. Love the morning news. Love the morning news. <laughs> it's a lot lighter than, you know, BTK stuff. So it's nice. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Dennis Rader has not been in my brain while I'm I... sleeping for the last week. So that's been Crazy. nice. It's hmm. been a nice change. Yeah, I agree. It was fun. I think we did a good job covering all of it. I'm just yeah. glad that it's in the past now. Yes. I'm super, super proud of those episodes though. Me too. You did a great job. I don't want to say they were fun, but I know we had it's fun, you know, like <laughs> we had fun making fun of him. Yeah. Because he's the easiest person to make fun of. Seriously. <laughs> just the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, first and foremost, I just wanted to bring up my favorite thing ever lately, which is lawyer cat. And I know it's like old news now, but I love lawyer cat. I love it. Like I had seen like that it had happened like in different groups or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. hey, like whatever. But one of my friends was like, have you seen it? And I was like, no. And she's like, you have, you have to. to. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll bite. So I went and watched it and I cried, laughed, and then I watched it again. Mm -hmm. And then I showed my husband yeah. and then I watched it again. And then I showed my best friend. Yes. <laughs> if I'm feeling oh. bummed, I just like turn it on. Cause he's Same. like, just when he says like, can you hear me judge? It kills me. <laughs> he sounds concerned. The cat looks concerned. <laughs> And he's just like, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to plow through it. <laughs> I'm here. I'm not a cat. <laughs> I am not a cat. <laughs> Makes me think you're a cat, sir. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Like oh. I said, I know it's old news, but you're right. Every time I'm feeling down, I just pull that video up and then I, I just die. <laughs> you know, and he just looks so concerned because it's like a kitten face, right? <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Amazing. So if you oh. haven't watched the lawyer cat video, you got to. Do yourself like, a favor, pull it up and just have a good laugh. It's yeah. so wholesome and hilarious. I love it. It's just pure joy. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and then I kind of have a, a true crime update a little bit. Um it's about the Dietlov Pass. Um, not really about the actual incident, but really interesting. Um, three days after we recorded our last morning news about that incident, um, some more hikers were in that area and they got lost and I don't think they've been recovered yet. Yep. They're gone. Yeah. So that's And I think from what great. I understood, you have to register to hike the yes. mountain, but they were unregistered. Yes. And so they didn't even have people looking for them when they posted the article. Right. And it sounds like they're kind of tourists that were wanting to pay their respects to those that lost their lives at Dialov Pass. And then mm -hmm. they too have gone missing. So that's terrifying. I was hoping by the time we recorded this, there had, would be more news out, but I looked and looked and looked and all I could see was the articles from February 10th and February 11th saying that, yeah, they gone. Um, yeah. 
How many were there? I think there was eight of them. I want to say there was eight. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So eight hikers from Moscow have not returned since uh, leaving for that hike. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everything is fine. I mean, I hope that they come back with an awesome story about some yetis, but uh, Me yeah, too. truly, I hope <laughs> they are okay. I really hope. Yeah. Damn. What are the chances? Like, they're like, hey, everybody, we solved it. We figured it out. And then like a week later, eight more people happens. are missing. It happens again. Like, what are the chances? No, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't, don't go there. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. If a place is called Dead Mountain or Dead Anything, just don't go. Don't there. go there. Just don't do it. <laughs> ten out of ten would not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super interesting. Yeah, yeah so creepy. Absolutely, we'll be following that story to see what is going on. Yeah, in the back of my mind, I'm like, maybe they just like came down and nobody saw them, and they're safe and. I now they didn't want to say anything because now they're feeding into the conspiracy <laughs> theories. Like, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Hopefully they're I just hope they're all okay. Yes, me too. Regardless. Let's just, yeah. Fingers crossed. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> this is fine. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for our true crime news updates. Shall yeah. we dive in today's episode? Yes, let's do that. Okay. All right, friends, grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder. Tink. My friend asked me the other day, do you guys actually drink wine during each episode or do you fake it? And I'm like, well, we have drinks. We cheers every time. We every time. really do. Today, I'm not drinking wine because yes. I've got a headache from hell. And, and that's... wine does not pair with a headache very well. Mm-hmm. It pairs with a lot of things well, but a headache, it does not. It does not. But just know that... Every other time, we are actually cheersing and actually drinking. Yes. So join yes. us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Y'all ready to get fired up? Because this article fires me up. And Michelle, I guarantee you, you will have some strong feels about this. <laughs> oh, good. Prepare yourself. And trigger warning, unfortunately, it involves animal cruelty. So I apologize. Oh, I already have feels. I know. I apologize in advance. It's awful. I hate it. While I was writing it, I'm like, why am I writing this? But uh, yeah, it caught my attention and I wanted to talk about it. So my article title is Men Arrested After Performing Home Surgery in TikTok Video. And my source and author is from Yahoo News Australia. Home surgery as in, I mean, you're going to tell me, but I have a feeling just wait. You just wait. I will I'm talk. already mad. I'm already I know. mad. I know. I can actually, I feel my blood boiling already. So this is going to be great. All right. Yes. I am not responsible for the words that come out of my mouth. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Two men have been arrested after a disturbing video was posted on TikTok of them allegedly performing surgery on a dog. Of course, this would be different if the men were licensed veterinarians in a sterile surgery suite with proper general anesthesia, but that couldn't be further from reality. Instead, it involves a living room, the owner holding down the animal, likely unsterile materials and instruments, and obviously inadequate sedation. I'm like vibrating. Yep. Already. I'm sorry. (laughs) Poor pregnant Lila, the French bulldog, 
needed help delivering her puppies. Why? Because she's a French bulldog. Of course, naturally. PSA, French bulldogs, English bulldogs, Boston terriers, most brachiocephalic breeds, so large heads, short snouts, almost always require a C-section when whelping. It's just how it is. It's their anatomy. It's just, how, just how they work. Man. Yes. The puppy's heads are too large for the size of their mother's pelvis. This is a result from many years of selective breeding for certain features. Just want to put that out there. Big heads, squishy faces. Yep. Makes for hard delivery. Therefore, if you breed your French bulldog, or any type of animal for that matter, you need to be prepared to go to C-section at a licensed veterinary clinic, I should add. Yeah. I shouldn't have to add that, but apparently I do. Because these bozos decided they were qualified to perform this invasive and intense surgery themselves. And posted on TikTok. Yes. Jackasses. Oh my God. So who were these pricks and how did the situation unfold? Well, the dog owner, Larry Colon, paid 33-year-old Frankie Rivera to come to his house and perform this unauthorized and unethical procedure for $650. Keep in mind that's in U.S. dollars, so it's not really that far off from what some licensed veterinary clinics would charge. Yeah, keep in mind there are many, many different variables that affect costs of veterinary procedures. I'm just saying it's not that far off and they're not actually saving a significant amount of money here. Yeah. And I've seen some contradicting information in the articles that I've read. Some say that the owner was aware that Frankie was not a licensed veterinarian, and other sources say that the owner was not aware. And I mean, to some extent, I get that if you think you're hiring a professional in a field you're not familiar with, you have to put your trust in them because they're supposed to know what they're doing, and you might not question their actions. But do I think that was the case in this situation? Probably no. not so much. I don't think so, but I Nobody can't say for sure. Nobody to do surgery in your living room. Nobody yeah. licensed. Nobody who is a good fucking veterinarian would do that. Correct. Ever. Ever. Correct. So as the two men and a woman proceed with the botched operation, it is being witnessed by multiple juveniles in the home. Fuck One- right off. Yeah. One being Colin's teenage daughter that videoed the 45-second clip and posted it online. The kicker, she captioned it, process of having babies. Girl, I'm sorry. I know you're young, but let me tell you, that is not the process. Promise it's not. No. So the video is obviously horrible. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. But basically from the few still images and the couple seconds I watched, they lay the dog on her back. During the procedure, she is shaking and squirming in pain. And the end is Revere wiping the puppies clean. There was probably more to the video, but I'm pretty sure the full unedited version has been removed from the internet. At least I hope it has been. I didn't go looking for it. But even the small images that I watched on a news clip made me sick to my stomach. And let me tell you, I've seen some pretty nasty shit. Like I will eat my lunch and watch liters of pus being drained from a cow's abscess. And I have so good. I will. Yes, it is the best. (laughs) And I have helped with C-sections before. None of it bothers me as long as it's done correctly and ethically. And this clearly was not. I'm so (laughs) angry, Tara. I know. I literally laid a blanket on my desk today because I knew my arms would be flailing because I feel so passionately about this. (laughs) I don't even have words, which... I know. Shocking. 
That's hard to do. I know. <laughs> In the end, I am very sorry to report that even though Lila was eventually taken for veterinary care, she and two of her puppies were pronounced dead on arrival. Of, of course, course they were. I know. I know. According oh, to a that people poor sweet thing. I know. It breaks my heart. According to a people.com article, the vet told officials the pregnant dog and her puppies, quote, suffered unjust cruelty and suffering due to unethical medical services performed, end quote. The clinic also allegedly advised that Colin take the surviving animals to the veterinarian ASAP to assess the puppies, but they had not been by the time the animal cruelty investigators arrived at his home the following day. The good news is that because the video was posted online, many people reported it and the two men were arrested on February 12th on animal cruelty charges and Rivera was given an additional charge for performing an unlicensed surgery. Good. Good. <laughs> good. So final thoughts. First of all, I'm so sorry because this, this case really sucks, but it's in our realm of expertise. It's a combination of vet med and true crime. So obviously it, it spoke to me. Secondly, if you choose to breed animals, that is fine. But I beg of you, please be a responsible breeder. Do your research. Do it for the right reasons. Be prepared in case things don't go as planned and have a good relationship with your veterinarian. Third, my heart goes out to the kids and the veterinary professionals that witnessed this. My God, like I just Ugh. Like, can't even imagine. This stuff weighs on all of us and it's not an easy industry. And these are the cases that break us. So specifically to those that dealt with this case, unfortunately, you couldn't help in this situation. It was already too late, and that is not your fault. Just keep moving forward and think of all the lives you can save in the future. Because damn, I can't damn. imagine. Like, ugh. Fourth and finally to Lila, I'm so sorry. That was not a fair way to go, and you didn't deserve that. So rest in peace with your puppies, you sweet baby angel, and hopefully these men will be brought to justice for their actions. Um, do you remember that article a while ago about the man being castrated? Yeah. Yeah. Without anesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that on them. Agreed. I, I wish too. that on them. That would be a suitable punishment. I agree. And I, like I believe in karma. I don't wish bad things on people, but, um, no, that's I not okay. To those that deserve it. <laughs> yeah. And they certainly I, do. Yeah. I have... I have personally worked on abuse cases and mm -hmm. it's the worst thing I've ever dealt with. I've, I've done a lot of things in my career. I've, mm -hmm. I've euthanized a lot of patients. I've yep. good dogs, you know, I've dealt with mm -hmm. bad hit by cars. I've done mm -hmm. all the things, you know, absolutely dealt with emergencies, but there's one very specific abuse case that I mm -hmm. dealt with that yep. I will never, ever be able to shake off. Yep. So I'm fired up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I knew you would be. I am too. And a lot of criminals, a lot of the big, scary criminals that you wouldn't want to screw with in jail mm -hmm. are animal lovers. That's true. Yeah. 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 And like, it's horrible that it was posted online and a lot of people had to see it. But like, just think if it wasn't like. Exactly. You know, what happened before TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But it's true. Like, this stuff probably happens a lot more than anybody realizes, mm -hmm. but people, if something goes wrong and, you know, their animal passes away, they probably wouldn't go to the vet clinic. So it's not going to get reported. They just all no. of a sudden don't have a dog anymore or whatever. It's yeah. heartbreaking. 
Uh, rage. 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 Let's so much rage. rage. Yeah. <laughs> I got oh, my uh, Nimrod CD right here if we just want to like rage and like listen to some punk music. <laughs> just sure, let it all out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just going to have a 45 minute intermission just to <laughs> listen to a, a Green Day album here. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. fine. <laughs> just stay tuned. <laughs> wow. That was, uh, that was rough. It was heavy. I'm sorry, but yeah. Yeah. I hope that well, yours is lighter. Is it? Probably not. I mean, no, <laughs> nobody dies. That's good. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It actually has a happy ending. So I, good. it's a good story. Excellent. Um, Give it to me. <laughs> all right. So the article title is vigilante sanitation worker who'd recently heard an Amber alert rescues Louisiana girl who was 10 well en route. Oh, yeah. So okay. This is on a better better track. Yep. This is a garbage garbage man, as mm-hmm. my kids love to call them, because they're the coolest people in the whole wide world, according to a four oh, yeah. and a five year old. Oh, um yeah. the author is Stephen Helling and it's from people.com. So two Louisiana sanitation workers were on their trash route on Monday morning when they spotted a familiar vehicle. A silver 2012 Nissan Altima was sitting in a field. Sanitation worker Dion Merrick grew suspicious of the car and then recognized it from a statewide Amber Alert that had gone public on Sunday night. Merrick called 911 to report the vehicle and then posted a live stream on Facebook documenting the scene as authorities arrived. Multiple police officers surrounded the vehicle, their guns drawn. They took 33-year-old Michael R. Surreal into custody in relation to the disappearance of a 10-year-old from St. Martin Parish. People confirms that Serial is a registered sex offender, or Surreal, sorry, is a registered sex offender in the state of Louisiana and was convicted in 2006 of carnal knowledge of a juvenile. I had to look that up. Yeah. Carnal knowledge is uh, just a fancy way to say sex. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard yeah. that before, at least not that I can recall. <laughs> yeah. And because I was a juvenile, I couldn't find out any details, but Fair. yeah. not good no bad person horrible person bad bad person however the 10 year old girl from the amber alert was found safe authorities say that she is being medically evaluated so i don't know Mm -hmm. if anything had happened to her yet at that point i don't know i hope not Mm -hmm. sweet little girl um surreal is being held without bond in the iberia parish jail he has been charged with one count of aggravated kidnapping of a child and another count of failure to register as a sex offender. He has not yet entered a plea and court records do not reflect an attorney authorized to speak on his behalf. And while Merrick is being hailed as a hero, he says he was just trying to do the right thing. Quote, people act like they see stuff, but they don't want to say nothing. But she's safe now. Thank God, man, because I got a little girl. I'm on my job doing what I got to do end quote. And the police say that the investigation is ongoing. So. Well, that's good. That's again, she's a juvenile. Most things we're not going to find out. No, there's not about her details posted, which is, that is fine. I'm just so grateful that she was found safe. I'm so grateful that those two guys were paying attention. Totally. And just did the right thing. Yes. And I think we're, all guilty of going through life kind of in our own little bubble. And sometimes, you know, right now, especially right now, times are tough and things are stressful. So you're not paying attention to your surroundings all the time, but it always, 
it's important for your own mm -hmm. safety and for others. So always keep an eye out and totally be a good human, like these people and yeah, yeah help yeah. each other out. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love yeah. it. That's good. Yes. <laughs> so like still heavy, but not. Yeah. I mean that topic in general, a, yeah. Mama dog in the middle of a living room. That's heavy. much. Yeah. That's much <laughs> worse, but oh, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just the content is much heavier in that yes. situation, but yes, the whole kidnapping and sexual assault on children. That is, that is the worst, the worst. Yep. There's a special level of hell just for them. So. Yep. That's right. All right. Well, yeah. awesome. I have a bizarre article for today. I know you do. <laughs> I know what you know. I know you know what it is, but still excited about it. <laughs> so really funny. I had like this article just set aside because I was like, okay, it's too funny to not talk about. And then I open our document and Tara has the exact same article that I was like, we need to talk about this. So yes, <laughs> you know, it's good if we both pick it. Same brains. Yep. We got this. All right. And it's another animal article, but it is far less depressing. I promise. Oh my God. It made me so happy. <laughs> I mean, the article may not, you know, let you know that it's, it's pretty lighthearted, but it is, I promise. So let's see, my article is from cbc.ca um, and it's written by Associated Press. And the <laughs> title of the article is Alaska woman using outhouse attacked by bear from below. Like, ouch. Owie. Just picture that. Owie. Just take a minute and just picture that. It's exactly you know? what it sounds like. <laughs> right? You're in Alaska, so it's cold. Oh. Your pants are around your ankles. Yes. You're in an outhouse. Yeah. No one and a bear there. bites your tushy right on the butt. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> the woman said, I got out there and sat down on the toilet and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. <laughs> so an Alaskan woman had the scare of a lifetime when she was using an outhouse in the backcountry and she was attacked by a bear from below. So obviously, like I said, sat down immediately bit on the butt. She jumped up and screamed. Uh, and then her brother, Eric, heard the scream and came running out to the outhouse to see what was going on. It was about 46 meters away from, from their place. Um, he found his sister, Shannon, tending to her wound. Um, and they had first thought that maybe she'd been bitten by a squirrel or a mink or something small. So then Eric brought his headlamp with him to see what it was. He opened the toilet seat and there was just a bear face just sitting right there at the level of the toilets at the toilet seat just looking <laughs> right back at him <laughs> so he shut the lid as fast as he could and he's like there's a bear down there we got to get out of here now and then they ran back as fast as they could as i would do the same <laughs> hey sis a bear just bit your ass <laughs> like hustle <gasps> pull up your pants we got to go <laughs> so once inside they treated shannon with a first aid kit they determined that it wasn't serious um although it was still bleeding but it wasn't super bad so it's all good uh the next morning they found bear tracks all over the property but the bear had since left the area so yeah i just can't even <laughs> amazing right i mean story of a lifetime 
I know. Like you get bit by a bear and you yeah. you think I'm I'm not going to recover from that, but really it's I just mean, like a nip on your ass. I like, mean, that's amazing. I've been pretty close to that situation. Pretty close. I've I mean, talked about it, but my pants were up and I was on the move. <laughs> so it's is different. I, but he didn't pee. I would have peed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good lord. There would be no stopping it. Like I'd be like, oh my god. Yeah. It's just like for my bear attack incident. When I told my mom about it, she just said I would have peed myself and just laid down. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. well, that's not a good way to respond when you know you're being attacked by a bear. But I mean, in this situation, I could I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I just, I keep picturing, and I feel bad for her because, I mean, it's her brother that oh, yeah. found her right. rolling around in the Alaska wilderness with her pants around her knees, yeah. right? right? Bleeding from her ass. Yeah. <laughs> All around. Poor girl. That sucks. Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> but it, they're so fortunate that it wasn't, it could have been a lot worse. Oh, it could have been so much worse. when you're in the backcountry and something goes wrong, like it can be fatal. So right? very lucky. So, so fortunate. Um, and I'd read another article that it said, how did the bear get in to the toilet? Like, did it climb in through the lid or like, yeah, how did it get in there? But it was an outhouse. that has got like a, a rock back. And so like, it's like kind of like a cave under the rock and to mm -hmm. get to like the, to get to the poo and stuff. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so they were able to go in through like the backside and, and down under and just like the toilet. <laughs> hang out, I guess. Right human feces i guess aren't that much of a deterrent well i mean it's winter it's winter probably frozen yeah i would assume so it's basically like a bear den in a way yeah it'd be sheltered and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so now whenever i use the outhouse in the future i mean i always look because I, uh... I'm afraid of like a spider biting my ass, but now I'm going to be afraid snake. of a bear biting my ass. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. going to bring up some great PTSD when I go out to Grand Forks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Where I've had a bear incident. I'm like, I don't know if I can use it. I don't, I don't no, I'm just going to use a tree. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just going to go over there. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, the only animal incident that I've had in an outhouse was out there and I could see a snake like by my feet, like in like the floor in the wood. Mm -hmm. Um, but it what it was weird because I'm like, isn't that a snake? It looks more like a worm. And so then like I <laughs> pull it out and it just kept coming. And it's like this big snake, but it looks like an earthworm. And apparently it's like a rubber boa, is what, what they're the called. Fuck? But it's got like two, it's two ends, like its head and its tail kind of look pretty much the same. So then it tricks its predators by like distracting it with the tail end to pretend like it's a head. So yeah, it was very creepy. <laughs> and it was like a weird, like, yeah, earthwormy brownish dude, pink color. It was don't gross. touch the snakes. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. Protect them. If they had a, a, rat, a rattler on it, then obviously I'm not going to touch it. But that one looked like squishy and wormy so I, it's fine attach <laughs> that that don't sounds like a good idea <laughs> it's fine it's just a little tiny boa it's nothing it's fine. it's fine why do i have so many incidences with animals probably because i have to touch the things and because you have to touch all close. the things yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh yeah 
it's not a good trait, apparently. Just say no. Just say no. <laughs> say no. Don't touch. When your hands go things. to do, be like, no, Tara, don't no. do it. Bad. <laughs> don't touch. Just look right. <laughs> from a distance. I'll try. Yeah. Yeah. My newest mission, though, is to... Um, <laughs> This is so dumb. Why, why am I saying this? Uh, I have a competition going right now to like try to catch a porcupine. So baby porcupine. <laughs> why? Because it's a competition between some people and I'm very competitive. So I, I'm going to win. I'm going to win one day. <laughs> well, and what are you going to do with the baby porcupine? When take, you catch a, it? take a selfie and then put it back in the tree. <laughs> Do you have to like handle it or yeah. can you just like, oh, no, you got to handle it. That's the whole point. <laughs> so leather gloves. Oh yeah. I'll be packing some welding gloves everywhere I go. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Don't touch wildlife. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so entertaining though. Oh, you're so funny. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, I love it. That's I love so it. off topic. True crime, <laughs> wildlife, same thing. Whatever, it's all good. It's our show. It's whatever. we had a clear path. Yeah, how we got there. It's. Fine. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, kind of fine. <laughs> Anyways, awesome. Well, let us know what you think about the episode, and if you see a story we should cover, make sure to send it in. You can email us at murderandmerlot at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at Murder and Merlot Podcast, Facebook at Murder and Merlot Podcast, and Twitter at Murder and Merlot One. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you subscribed, and if you don't, you're dead to me. And remember to drink wine. Because it's not good to keep things bottled up. Bye! Bye.